Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Have any of you ever said the following? I'm looking for a new job. I don't like my job. This job just isn't what I thought it would be like. This job is not what they told me it would be. (sighs) Working here drains the life out of me. Well, if you have, this episode is for you. And with that, welcome everyone to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYSD Podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Shit Together. That sounded like an excerpt from an old Rohit Rohila blog I once read. Oh, that is true. (laughs) Um, Yeah, rohitrohila.com slash 2012 slash 12 slash 03 slash not happy with your job, leave it. (laughs) 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 Slash, slash, slash. We call him Cordell Stewart. (laughs) He doesn't get it. Nope, I have no idea what you're talking about. Cordell Stewart was a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but he played many positions, so they called him Slash because he was a quarterback, Slash wide receiver, Slash, slash running back, oh. Slash. Yeah. 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 Well, but I'm, he wasn't really good at any of them. I mean, he was good at all of them, but he wasn't great at any of them. So we could say that this is uh, Sam T, our sound guy, Slash. I don't know what else he does. Uh, we'll figure it out. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm Rohit Rohila. I'm Kyle Reed. Yeah. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jerks. <laughs> oh, Good shit. I feel better like when we insult him and he laughs because then he thinks it's a joke. Yeah. And we get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> just like right now. This is awesome. Y'all can say all you want to. This shit's getting cut. <laughs> Dick. Sam's going to stab us. Uh, today is... I mean, I would say it's an episode that probably 85% of the people out there will relate to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So today's all about not happy with your job. Here's how to know when it's time to move on. And, And here's the thing. Here's why people feel unhappy. So many people these days are unhappy with their jobs and claim that they're looking for a new job, right? And we hear it all the time. But it's really that state of limbo that continues to foster that unhappiness because you don't get the satisfaction of loving your job yet you aren't fully committed to finding a new one either so the situation never really improves and what yeah are you finished or are you just going to keep reading oh just a little bit more okay got it um you can easily fall into the trap and not even realize it you could be one you could be one of the ones that it's just feeling unmotivated and you stop putting your full effort into the job, right? Because you just don't feel that same satisfaction. You're like, I'm, I'm planning on leaving this job anyways. So you just don't put your full into it. Mm-hmm. And then because now you're feeling guilty, you don't feel right about not giving it all. Mm-hmm. It continues that downward spiral and you almost start gaining some resentment towards yourself and your behavior. Like, how many times have you really been like, man, I'm not even putting my effort into this. Like, this is embarrassing the amount of or how little work I'm putting into this. Mm-hmm. And I'm here, so I'm not. I'm so, so they won't fire me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and soon I'm here before because you know I have it, to be just the sight of the building will stir up these negative emotions and it'll just continue to <laughs> oh, spiral. <God. laughs> right. Yeah. Like, how many times do you guys park your car? 
and turn around and you're like, ugh. Before, yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. There have been times. <laughs> there have been some times. Right? Yeah. And so because you're not liking your job, you tell everyone, oh, I'm just going to find something new. I'm looking. I'm updating my resume. <laughs> I'm sending my resume That's out. That's the phrase, I'm updating my resume. No, I'm you're not. What do you have to update my resume? For how long? It takes you an hour. It's you been two to... years. I'm still looking for something new. <laughs> or what's what's that one where um, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, he hasn't had a job yeah, in seven years so. because he's oh, uh, holding out for a management position. Uncle uh, Eddie. Oh, Uncle Eddie? Eddie, yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck is his name? Yeah. <laughs> so how do, you, how do we as the audience know when enough's enough? Like, we got to move on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? All of us have left jobs at one point or another and found mm-hmm. something else, and, and we find happiness. But then that happiness declines. And at what point are you like, you know, this is really affecting me. Yeah. Like, it's not just the job sucks. It's not just, oh, I'm in this different role now. And similar to what Kyle said on episode 52, with the fox and the grapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right? Get you some grapes, bro. Yeah. Get you some grapes. I don't care if they're green, purple, <laughs> pinot, grigio. Man, so that's what today's all about, folks. Yeah. We're going to help you leave your job. And if you, <laughs> if you want to, if you're looking for help updating your resume, email kyle at gystpodcast.com. <laughs> We're going to help you get fired, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, when you were when you were saying that, I wrote down uh, you can't excel when you're in limbo mm-hmm. because you're justifying your lack of performance. Mm. Now, anyone who's ever had a job, when do you get satisfaction out of your job? You don't get satisfaction just by showing up. And don't tell me that because you're lying to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you get satisfaction out of at your job? Um, I think one major one would be like the acceptance of your peers or the acceptance of your boss. Or their their recognition of you would be one. Okay, that's good. So to me, I would align that with uh, sociological acceptance mm-hmm. in a group. Yeah. But like at a job, so you'd mention recognition, mm-hmm. and recognition comes from what? A job well done. Okay. Mm. You did something right. Yeah. You did something better than somebody else. You don't get a pat on the back for doing the same shit that everyone else is doing. Right. You get a paycheck. Right, right. Right. So the recognition that you're saying comes from a job well done and being recognized for doing the job. Excel. You're that guy that takes the extra Excelling, step. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or, or just, you know, and if you're really in tune, it's just flow, right? Comes yeah, natural. exactly. Just do it. Those things cannot happen if you're in limbo. If you resent what you're doing day to day, if you're going in and showing up just to show up, you're doing the bare minimum to get by, you're not going to get any pat on the back. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a mediocre ass paycheck and you're going to resent not only your job, but the people you work with as well. True. And you're going to be a pain in the ass to be around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In you know, and outside of your job. Yeah. In a lot of cases, right? Because right. you're just not going to be happy. So, I mean, that's kind of what I think when I wrote down, you can't excel when you're in limbo. Yeah. Um, so the happiness comes from a job well done. And as you see that, you want to continue to do that because you want more of that. So mm-hmm. you're going to continue to excel in your job. Um, 
So that was it. I wrote something else down too, but I won't get to that yet. Um, I wrote down motivation as one. Uh, you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier um, in the beginning here too. I mean, you walk into your job, and if there is no motivation in your uh, place of employment, it's it's going to drag you down. You're gonna it's going to put you into that limbo state. Um, get yourself out there and find something, even if it's in your your specific you know place of employment. There's got to be something there that's going to push you forward or is going to keep you going in a in a more in a better state. If you can't find that anymore, that's it, man. It's it's time to cut ties. You can't just stay there and live the day-to-day mundane 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. It's going to drag you down. It's going to it's going to ruin relationships. Mm-hmm. Not just within your job itself, but it's going to hurt your um, relationship outside mm-hmm. you know oh I came home today I had a shitty ass day everything went wrong I'm just gonna take it out on my significant other or you know kick the dog Ooh, or some shit like kick that kick the dog your daughter kick my dog <laughs> Where's yeah. when you need him <laughs> so look for that motivation uh, you know within your, your place of employment if you can't find it to me, that's that's the biggest thing for me was was cutting ties, cutting ties with my previous employment place of employment. I had no more motivation. I've done whatever I thought I could do to the point where I couldn't see myself moving up anymore or didn't want to move up anymore and just saw myself either being there for another 10 years and still doing the same thing or make myself happy, cut my ties and move on to something, I wouldn't say better, but something different. And some people just need to, they just need to do that. You can't stay where you're happy, where you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. It's gonna drag you down. Agreed. Yeah, there's a, there's two things I wanna touch on real quick. One, most people don't like to think, right? And so they find jobs where they don't have to think. It's repetitive. You know what you need to do day in, day out. There's no change. It's You know your job. And they like that comfort mm-hmm. because they don't have to think. And so because of that, they don't want to grow. They don't want to expand. They don't want to take on different positions. And they become complacent. Mm-hmm. And the major thing that people need to realize and this is huge because I came from a job, my previous employment, where it was extremely negative. Morale was was horrible at that company, right? And I was, I played a pivotal cog in trying to increase that that morale. And and here's the thing that most people don't recognize: most companies are not. Nonprofits, so they don't really have our best interests at heart. They have the company's best <laughs> interests at heart. Mm-hmm. So the previous uh, place where I was, it's a giant ship that needs to turn around. And when you're turning around a ship that big, you have to do it slowly. And if the end goal is if you're if you're going north and you know you need to go south, as long as the boat is moving south, it doesn't matter how many people drop off. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's, it's insignificant. We lose 100 people today. That's fine. We'll just hire 100 new ones. <laughs> it doesn't matter because we're trying to turn this ship around. <clears throat> and once the ship is turned around, that's when you fine tune your workforce and and everything like that. You know, that's when you when you really get to the bottom of who you want. But there's so many people who are like, well, I don't like working here because it's a horrible place to work. It's a negative work environment. They only care about money. Mm-hmm. Why are you still there? Why are you still there? And the company is in it to make money. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they're trying to do. So. I think that's really important. Most people, you know, want all companies to to cater to them. You know, why can't they give me this? Why can't they give me that? Because they don't really care. How come I can't have a bean bag and a ping pong table and happy yeah. hour? Yeah. One of the best so I subscribe to Success Magazine. And one of my favorite articles was about Reed Hastings, the the CEO behind Netflix. Mm. You know what he does? He will never say we're a family. They'll say we're a team, but we're not a family. Why do you say we're not a family? Because you're not going to fire your mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not going to fire your brother. Yeah. And so he keeps it as a team. And the other thing is they want to keep the cream of the crop, right? And so now if, Sam, you're my friend and I don't want to fire you, I'm going to keep you on even though your performance is less than stellar. Mm-hmm. That's what most companies do. Netflix has an unbelievable severance package. So now there's not that guilt associated with it. Sam, you know, like, dude, we love you. We just, we need to do different things. Take this nice severance package. I have no problem letting him go now because it's for the good of the overall team. So it's not weighing on your conscience anymore? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it Un- actually helps the person the who, you're, who you're letting go. Oh, I didn't know about that. No. I'm Wait, just, what happened? Oh. Well, what didn't happen with Uber lately? <laughs> oh, gosh. I didn't, I didn't know about this. Oh, I'm just saying he doesn't do things like that. Yeah. Oh. I thought there was a story behind it. Sorry. Yeah, same here. Like, <laughs> I was just the way he brought it up. Yeah. No, he's just a douchebag. He, and he just got in a big argument with one of his drivers the other day. Well, oh, it really? actually happened a while ago, but there was like a video that aired about it. Really? Yeah. He was in. He was getting a ride by an Uber black car with two, I don't know, random girls that he was hanging out with or whatever. And the Uber driver was complaining to him about some of the practices that Uber has taken, that have taken a lot of money out of Uber drivers' pockets. Oh, wow. And forced them to, you know, lose their cars, lose their homes, and snap, whatever it looks like. And um, he just said some kind of <laughs> kind of rude shit right back to him. I was like, good luck, and got out of the car and slammed the door and walked off. I was like, ooh, damn. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, anyway. Don't be a douchebag, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe you'll so, keep your employees. So, Kyle, when do you know it's time to... Pack your bags. Um, Borrow that U.S. Postal uh, Office. Oh, that's still under my desk. Yeah. Everyone knows what we're talking about. You know, the return to the U.S. Post Office, but, like, every company's got, like, a thousand of those around. Yeah. 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 It says return immediately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch in the break room. Not in the break room, but in the the mail room. It's time to leave when you can't do things like this. Create these things that work. I'm going to share this with you guys. I'm sharing with them a video of Nerf gun at work the other day. Those don't normally stick in walls like that. What did you do? I modified a couple of bullets. I was going to say, did you just put... Mod- oh. I mod- modified some Nerf gun bullets. 
You put a thumbtack on that damn thing? Yeah. Oh, God. Because I'm a child. Anyway, no, but a couple things that I wrote down is when your current reality doesn't align with where you want to be. There you go. I think that's what well, <laughs> We've talked about this plenty of times before, but you will be complacent. You will be unhappy. You will be resentful if you just sit there and you don't look at the bigger picture. So it may have been time to leave much sooner than you realize this, but that's when you'll know is when you start to look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. When you decide, hey, this isn't going to get me where I need to be. I'm not happy here. I don't see a role with which I would be happy here. I don't see a role with which I would be able to perform that aligns with my future desired reality. Mm -hmm. That's when you know, I got to go. I got to cut ties. This isn't going to get me where I want to be. Because you have to be really careful, I think, to take responsibility for certain things. No one else got you here but you. Right. Right? You're here because of yourself. So you can't just sit here and say, this place sucks. I hate my boss. He doesn't like me. This place doesn't care about people. Yeah. Just as you mentioned, that's how corporations run. They're for-profit entities. You need to know this going into it. Yeah. If you're not okay with that, don't fucking work there. You shouldn't have jumped on that ship. Get off the fucking ship immediately. Exactly. Or don't jump on in the first place. Exactly. Because another thing I like to say is no matter where you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's nobody in your way but yourself. So sometimes a change of scenery, although it seems like it's good, may just be your next five-year plan. Back on track to where you were five years ago. Yeah. In a different city or a different state or a different job. Right. So think about that. And until you start thinking of that long-term and your long-term happiness, you won't be able to achieve your goals or leave your job if that's what it is you're stuck you're just going to be stuck right you're just going to go from one job to another without ever finding a career or being happy searching for that next goal searching for that next reality Mm -hmm. but it's still but it's still going to be just a whole cycle it's Mm -hmm. just going to keep repeating itself over and over again I'm not saying change of pace isn't good right but I'm just saying be careful that you're looking for a change of pace because you don't realize that you're the problem. Mm-hmm. And that sounds harsh, but I think it's honest. Mm-hmm. Some people, that's very true. Because a lot of times when people complain or when people are talking about how bad their job is or how they just want to quit and all this stuff, um, they're they're not looking in the mirror. Yeah. Why do other people like it? Right. And how come you're the only asshole that doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure there's lots of people who don't enjoy it. Let's say there's, you know, 10 people who do the same job. Mm-hmm. Five of them love it. Five of them don't. Why don't five of them love it? It doesn't align with their idea of happiness. Right. Or their desired results. Why doesn't it? Can it? Can it be a stepping stone to allow you to align with your desired results? Um, that's what you need to do. You won't make any meaningful action until you can decide that and figure that out. Or you'll just be, again, back on track to another job. It's a vicious circle. You're not going to like in a couple years. Exactly. (laughs) One of the things that you really have to do, folks, so if you are feeling like this, like you're in limbo, right, and you don't know what to do, 
first off, you have to take action. I know so many people, so do you guys, mm-hmm. um, who keep saying, I hate this place, right? And they're not going to do anything about it. How long have you been here? Seven years. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. How long have you hated it? The whole time I've been here. And you fall <laughs> into this trap. One. Yeah. Because it all goes back to sitting on nails. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Right? It hurts you, but not enough. And so what do you do? You justify it. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a painful lesson for me. One of, the, one of the main ways that I justified sticking with where I was was because of all my friends who were there. I mm-hmm. like my coworkers, right? And I was friends. You guys know. I was friends with everyone. You guys can hear all of this in great detail on the episode entitled Big Decisions. Oh, that's right. I need a link to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys know that. I mean, I knew everyone. Yeah. First and last name and a hug. Yeah. Every, that's, you know, that's what everyone knew me as. Um, yeah. The COO once, when he was giving his big speech, was talking about how he knows he's doing a good job when Rod gives him a hug. And I just, I was sitting in the audience, I just stood up and gave him a hug, you know? And, and the thing is, once I left, my thousands of friends that I had dwindled down to maybe, what, 10, 15? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's so much out of sight, out of mind. And what oh, yeah. I learned such a valuable lesson. I continued, it's been what, like eight months now since I left? I don't even know. I put my all into trying to foster these relationships. I would invite people to lunch, invite them to parties. I would send personal invitations to parties that I would have and stuff like that, right? Right. And eventually you just have to realize, like, they're not your friends. They're your coworkers. Coworkers. Yeah. And that was, yeah, and that was a very painful lesson for me because I treat people like, like you're, you're in, like Mm -hmm. if, if, if I give you a hug, you're in my heart Mm -hmm. and for, and for them to not have the same, it was really hurtful for me. And so what I'm telling people is if you, if you are at a spot in your life when you're like, oh, you know, I don't like this place, but my coworkers, I love my coworkers. No matter where you go, you're going to like your coworkers. Think of all the jobs that you've had before where you had your crew. Mm-hmm. And then you find a new job. You don't know anyone. And then you develop a new crew. Mm-hmm. So if you're finding yourself trying to justify why you're still staying in that situation, pick a date. Six months from now, whatever the thing is, set a date. And give that job your 100% until that day. Every single day is 100%. Yeah. Because then when you bow out, you know you gave it all. You you gave that job everything. For sure. And then that way, not only are you leaving on good terms, you're going to get good recommendations, but for your own growth, Mm -hmm. that's what you need to do. That's why I left. I realized everything that was a part of my job is well within my circle of, within my comfort zone. Yeah. And you guys have, I don't know if you have or not, but... I definitely can tell a huge difference in me since I left for the positive. Yeah, you're so much more negative. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you have even less time to work on the podcast now. I'm just kidding. Did I hear the doorbell ring? No, no. I was just talking shit. No, that's, that's fantastic because that's something that maybe people don't think about, right? Is because... Giving 100% is going to change your attitude. You can't excel when you're in limbo. So take yourself out of limbo. Mm -hmm. Bust your ass. 
if you decide you still don't like it and you're still not happy and it can't align with where you want to be, get out. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's going to drag others down around you. Whether you're single or married or you have a dog, right? You're going to come home every day. Your dog's going to get sick and tired of trying to perk you up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, let me just eat my food and lay down. I'm tired of dealing with your anger ass. <laughs> and it affects your health, too. Remember? Absolutely. Um, toxicity in the workplace yeah. and, and health hazards associated with that. Mm-hmm. that yeah. Stress. Absolutely. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, stay away from the water cooler. Mm. True. Yeah, we did. Didn't we do an episode on gossiping, too? Drink from the toilet. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's another way to get your shit together, right? Get your shit <laughs> together. Sam T. G-Y-S-T. Still learning. So, that was a good one. Now, I want to close with the disclaimer that we're not telling you to quit your jobs. Rohit is. What? Rohit's telling you to quit your job. But at the same time, we are telling you to find your happiness. Mm-hmm. And if that means it's going to require another job, then you got to do what you got to do. Um, we do not want our listeners to go into their place of business, whatever that may be, day in and day out, and be unhappy with themselves and unhappy with the results they're getting day in and day out. Yeah. You spend 33% of your life at work. A third of your life. Yeah, that's true. The government doesn't even take that much money out of my paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> Lawyers do. You see the coworkers that you hate more than you see Emily. I don't hate my coworkers. I said the ones that you do hate. Like Amit. Um, I, <laughs> I can't stand you, Amit. Um, <laughs> you know, and we spend more time with our coworkers than our own families. Yeah. Um so so think of that. Think about that and, and if that's the move you gotta make, then that's the move you gotta make. Have a backup plan, too, please, before you leave. Don't just be like, I'm out, flip tables, and leave. You know what I'm saying? Have a backup plan. Figure out what you want to do, and then flip tables. (laughs) Yeah. You're probably right. So you're trying to tell everybody I have a side chick? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as a girlfriend knows the wife comes first. Exactly. (laughs) You guys are terrible. You guys? What? I'm just ba- agreeing with you. I think a backup plan is good. It's not a bad idea. My my only fear with that and thought about that is that you won't realize your full potential until you don't have another choice. True. You got a mortgage and you don't have a job because you just quit because you're pissed. Mm-hmm. You're going to find something. <laughs> oh, so you're trying to tell them to go in straight up, huh? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> no, in I'm general, right? You, you'd be amazed at what you can accomplish. That's true. When the only option is to accomplish something. That's true. Right? Yeah. Burn your ships. Yeah. We talked about uh, it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening again this week. Tune in to another episode next week of the GYSD Podcast. GYSDpodcast.com. Check it out. Rohit made some awesome updates to the site. He's going to keep updating it just because, you know, it's going to be a work in progress day in and day out because, for sure. you know what, we're not going to get complacent. Yeah, we've got a good, I've got a good plan for the site that I wanted to run it by you guys. So yeah, Good, cool. good. So check it out. Hit us up. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Alyssa, I hope you got your mug by now. Actually, I know you got it because I checked the FedEx tracking and said it's delivered <laughs> at the side door. Oh, we better be expecting some thank you tweets. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear this. I'm a tweeter right now. I'm like, 
And I'm going to wrap up with, with this. Whatever you think you're doing, whatever you think is bothering you, just don't ever forget. No matter where you go, there you are. Take it away, Robin. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.